You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts, my guy. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On this episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, Jesse's canceling Native Wings, Chappelle's stand up, critiquing comedians, how we judge things on the internet, Jay Z and the NFL looking real shaky, flaws the law in these hearts apparently, Sir and St. John new albums and more. Dude is the richest person in Gotham, and he's like, "How do how do I fix this broken city?" Hmm. I could use my wealth and unbelievable political power to make this city a better place. Nah, I'm just gonna beat drug dealers' ass. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and pull up in the newest whip. Yeah. <laughs> Snowbro Winfrey, Snowco, oh no, whatever, call me whatever, I'm here to talk that talk. Flip the money, flip mode, yeah. Tip her cause she twerking on her tiptoes. Still doing numbers like a pin code. And still been a block like I've been hoes. Wrists on the rocks like the Flintstones. Back in looking like a zip code. You with 10 niggas, I'm with 10 hoes. And then y'all free, free like an info. 50 stacks on me, it don't been full. And I'm still buzzing like I'm kinfolk I keep a thick hoe, I'm in pimp mode And while I get high, she gon' get low You are now listening to Volume 96 of the Bucket Up Podcast Here with your boy Ty Doyle A.K.A. DJ Buttersauce A.K.A. Ty Wante A.K.A. your mom called me over For some Labor Day loving And I'm here as always with the homie The kid JB was good Yo, 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 happy to be here, man. Burr, burr, burr. It's me, the kid JB. Could have been right last week. Mr. Told You So, not because I'm always right, but when I'm right, man, I told you so. Mr. Not a Sucker for Advertisement, man. On Facebook right now, everyone's seen it. There's chicken wings, chicken fingers uh, galore. A lot of people are going nuts over a chicken sandwich, and I'm not talking about Popeyes, but if you're on Facebook as much as I am, I guess, and you search food as much as I do, you will see uh, this thing called PDQ Chicken Wings, or Chicken Fingers, and I just tried that recently, and I don't know, man, it was like 5 out of 10, so... PDQ Chicken Fingers, who the fuck is that? I don't know, PDQ, um, (laughs) but it was, uh, you know... Low quality, I'd say. So, shouts to them marketing efforts and them, you know, trying to get my attention, which they did. So, they got my business. Hey. But, yeah, nah, man, kind of wasn't too impressed. But, again, shouts to me trying new things. Well, that's good. You know what I mean? Try some new shit. I actually saw some spot uh, down in in um, Phoenix. It was like, uh, I wish I remember what the fuck it was called. It was like Mike's Hot Chicken sandwiches and like obviously everybody was going crazy over the chicken and we were talking about it last week but they had a chicken sandwich that they showed and I was like that dude looked kind of fire bro I had to go hit that up I think it was like like uh Matt's like hot chicken or or Mac or something maybe it was I'm pro- I might be way off but and it's funny I think uh Popeye's officially took the sandwich off the menu so 
Yeah, bro. It was like <laughs> it was selling so much, but they couldn't they couldn't keep up with demand. It's funny because I saw somebody tweet about it like last week, and he was like, "Word on the street is Popeyes is gonna discontinue the chicken sandwich. They can't keep up with the with the demand." And somebody just quote tweeted and was like, "This nigga got his heir to the Popeyes streets. That's why." <laughs> <laughs> Shots for him knowing the drop on it. But, yeah, I mean, shit, I don't understand you sell a product to increase business and then business is increasing and you're like, whoa, whoa, I didn't want this much money, you know, chill. Right? And it, I mean, maybe they tried to think of it more like, uh, <laughs> maybe they tried to think of it more like how the McDonald's does the McRib or the Shamrock Shake. And they're like, maybe we can just, like, maybe we make more money in the grand scheme of it all if we make it more like a limited release thing. You know how, you know, sneakers do that shit where they just, like, release a limited edition and they only do a couple? And so it kind of drives up the demand for it. Whereas if they, like, sold a year-round, people would be like, everybody has it. So, you know what I'm saying? So they're like, if we kind of, like, chill on it, bring it back every now and then, motherfuckers are like, oh, yeah, I haven't had that sandwich in forever. And I remember being fucking amazing. Then maybe you know, then they'll they'll be more inclined to go and get it again when they drop it instead of like they're thinking is you know maybe a, a month or two from now people aren't fucking with the sandwiches much because like the hype will die down. You know what I mean? Well, I even said this. I put it on our Twitter is like people that have had the sandwiches before, like you, before they took it off the menu. I, I, you're not like this, but there are people that are like this, and I imagine when it comes back, they're gonna take that first bite and be like. It's not the same. <laughs> it I mean, was different, bro. You should have tried it the first run around. I hope that's not the case. But no, see, the, the thing is, if something, if something's good, it's good. So if you fuck with it and you fuck with it, although I guess eventually you do, you, your taste buds might change. But I think if they stagger it like a good amount, then you're good. Like, oh, it's not like every three years that it comes back. It's more like nah, they every gonna, couple months, you know? They're going to treat the chicken sandwich like Coachella. They're going to be like, oh, you went? Second weekend? Oh. <laughs> you didn't go first weekend. Oh, like, uh, that sounds like broke people shit. Okay. Mm, so it's like you didn't really try. You weren't really part of the community. I got right, you. Right. Mm, so you just like a culture vulture for the chicken. I got you. It's no, cool. I get it. I get it. You over here. Kind of. You opposer. It's all good. Yeah. Chicken <laughs> capping. You can't chicken. Anyway. Um, speaking of another chicken place I'm done with. Kind of. For a while at least. Is uh, Native wings uh there's a spot out here in arizona called ironically enough native new yorker or started at native new yorker which was always blasphemous from the jump because they tried to like portray like all these you know new york city and like they like the, the design was all new york themed and it's like yo buffalo wings come from buffalo new york you know what i'm saying not right. the city so they got that twisted the entire time, and then they got under new management and changed it to Native Grill, which was fine. But their wings, you know, they usually used to do a fire deal. It was like Tuesdays and Thursdays, like thirty cent wings or something. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember those. Used to be, I went one time because of that deal. Right, and you. now it's like back to just normal, like expensive wings, and it's like, all right, well, there's really no reason to go here. No. So the other day, I was like, man, it's kind of craving wings. Didn't want to think too hard, so I knew it was like, all right, Thursday, whatever, let's go. We went. And the service was all right, like nothing too crazy. 
the food itself was just nasty. The wings just were not good, and they just kind of were dried up and not flavorful. We were kind of just over it. But a funny dynamic was like, and maybe I'm just thinking into it too much, but here we are on the Bucket Up podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the I for a salad I ordered. We thought it was a unique item anyway, but on the menu it had a thing that said ranch vinaigrette. But the full title was Low Calorie Ranch Vinaigrette. Uh, what the fuck but, does that mean? Right, but calories don't have a taste. So it's like, I usually don't include that in the title. Like, who cares, right? Right. Unless they're two different ones, but it was the only one. But still, I thought, I was like, I've never heard of Ranch Vinaigrette. So anyway, we're both ordering salads. And then the lady's like, you know, what dressing would you like? It's like, oh, Ranch Vinaigrette. And she's like, uh, what? <laughs> you know, kinda, I was like, yeah, I thought it sounded weird myself. Like, lo-. And she was like, oh, you mean the low-calorie ranch vinaigrette? And I was like, yeah, but that's not like the thing that threw you off. <laughs> like, Right, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's I funny. the high-calorie one? Like, that's like, on. you, only on the menu is Diet Coke, and you'd be like, hey, can I get the Coke? And it's like, oh, what? It's like... Dog, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Oh, you meant the but, diet coke. No, like, dog, what? If that's all y'all got, then that's what the fuck I meant. Right. It's just like, yo, hey, do you guys got a peanut butter, like peanut butter and jelly? It's like, do you mean the peanut butter and grape jelly? It's like, well, yeah, that's the only one you got. So, like, <laughs> like obviously that, dude. The fuck. So I thought it was hilarious, man. But uh, yeah, I don't. Even, I think she didn't even bring the right salad dressing at the end of the day. Anyway, I think she just brought ranch. So. Wow! So you didn't even get the low calorie shit. That's trash. No, nah, I probably what, got high calorie. What the fuck is a ranch vinaigrette? I never even heard of that. I don't know, cause I thought vinaigrette just had like balsamic and vinegar in it. So maybe just that with ranch, but that'd be a wild. Addition. Right? Like, oh, you know what go good with this ranch? Some vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> it's. You know what would make this challenging tasting more challenging? Some <laughs> like, I just don't even see that. Like, it's just two diametrically opposed things. It's like, vinaigrette's supposed to be, like, the healthier thing in general anyway. And you're like, ah, let's make it ranch, though. Like, yeah. let's, let's put let's put glorified mayo with it. Like, all So, right. I'm good on native for a little bit, and then... See, that's your, think... it's your fault, though. I'm gonna be real with you. Well, I got the wife. I'm getting wings. Well, no, if we're going to native for wings, bro, you should know by now, bro. I know y'all gotta, y'all gotta have an ATL wings out there. No, not not past nine o'clock. They close at like nine or some shit. Ooh, trash! But you gotta yeah. early, you gotta order that early, my guy, because they'll fire. And again, I thought ATL wings were doing like, and they don't do like what I thought native was, but like you know the thirty cent. Or 40 oh cent. yeah, no, nah, they they only do it Tuesday. Tuesday they give, right. you, they give you seventy cent wings, my guy. Which still seventy is still. Lot, but whatever. No, but it, when you look at the price, it's not too bad. You get like twelve for six, or something like that. It, it, when I, whenever I go, it's not that bad. Uh, well, you get ten for seven, but it, it's something like that. I, maybe it's sixty cents. I don't remember. Mm. <laughs> it's not adding up. Like e- either way, twelve <laughs> wins is usually twelve dollars. So <laughs> ten for seven is not bad. B. It's usually more. But anyway, yeah. you're right. And but beyond that, I don't know if it's just a coincidence, but I feel like I always get the new waitress every time we go, and she's mm. just like, "Oh, it's my second day," and it's like, "Ah, cool," which is fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm into the economy growing and rotating, but you know, if it means my wings are gonna come out cold, uh, I want the seasoned veteran on the on the job. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. I want I want the person that's like, oh, I grew up in this restaurant. Not the person who's overwhelmed and they forget to do half their job. Yeah. Not 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 usually great, you know. I mm. I don't I just don't understand like you know I had to rant about when we went to the the brunch spot and they had they tried to tell us hit us with the oh yeah she's new so we're trying to make sure you know get her up to speed and it's like well she's new why the hell is she covering half the restaurant on her own right like you guys are throwing her to the wolves or like it's not like y'all set her up poorly my guy so this shit's on y'all right all right so yeah so you know i don't know my chicken experience this week has been rather low dude you know bad wings and then the chicken strips, like I said, were 5 out of 10. So I've been just living, uh, you know, mediocre right now, or below my means. So. Damn, bro. Sound like you need a Popeye chicken sandwich, bro. Yeah, but they don't exist right now. So, you know, we fight on and live to see another day. But did you go out to eat at all this weekend? I know you did during the day, fam. Uh, I have not been out to eat other than on Friday when the homies... Got up together and went and got some sushi, bro. Man, what up, Jay? Uh, all you could eat. Shouts to June. Good service, mind you. She was cool. She was yeah. quick with my, my waters, my refills, and my sodas. Were they, were all, they were all quick. They had the water dude was, like, always on top of his shit. A little too much. Like, bro, you see I still got mad water. You don't have to ask if I want water. But you you know what? I'm going to let you live. He's pretty much telling you, like, yo, drink some more so I can do my job. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, it's too hot for you to be just sipping on this water, my guy. In his defense, I did work at a job when I was, like, a busboy at an Italian restaurant. It was, like, one of my first jobs. I had this boss that was, like, really uptight and mean or whatever. And uh, he was like, there should always be something. You should always be working. There's always something you should be doing. And, like, at this point, the table was set. Uh, You know, the food's out. The bread and butter are on the table. Like, there's really nothing else where I can be me for me to do i could rewash windows you know like mm-hmm. looking back that's what i should have done but just pretend to spray windows because once you spray it, you don't know if it was dirty or not right um but no it was funny he's like you could always be refilling people's water and i was like uh okay so i remember going around one time and all the water was filled so i just kept like filling it to the tippy top like as close to <laughs> overflowing as i can are people getting and, mad at you yeah it was the same night I ruined that wedding completely, but that same night that, was, <laughs> that I spilled marinara sauce on the wedding. Oh that yeah, party, that same night was like when they were doing like the like the groom part, like talking and stuff. I'm pouring water and the ice cubes are falling out and like overflowing the cups and shit. And I was like, "Yo, blame my boss, fam." Don't yeah, he blame told me. me to do this shit. Yeah, I was fine standing around. You know, that's actually kind of bullshit. Like that whole idea that you have to always be like doing something when you're at work like i get it you know what i'm saying like they paying you to be there so like time theft is actually a thing but it's like you don't pay me to constantly work you pay me to do the job that you need to get done you know what i mean so right i I just remember at home depot they would tell us that like hey like you know make sure you like if even if there's no customers you know what i'm saying like make sure you're doing something there's always something to do and so if I, I'm like, all right, cool, I'll do that. I'll, like, I so I'd go down the aisles and I'm seeing what's like needs to be restocked. And then even if it's something that we don't sell that much of, I'm like, well, we loan it now. So let me check and see if we got that shit in stock. I'll pull shit to the front, go to the back, unload boxes and shit. But then if I'm unloading stuff and a fucking customer comes by and they're like looking for somebody in the department, 
uh, and they can't find me because I'm trying to do other shit so they don't think that I'm just sitting around doing nothing, then they get mad at you for, like, not helping the customer right away. And it's like, the only way I would have been able to help them right away is if I was just standing at the front not doing anything. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like, you want me to constantly be working on something, but then if that detracts me from the job you actually are literally paying me for, which is helping customers, then... I, that just kind of puts makes that whole thing kind of bullshit you know what I mean right in high school I worked at a uh, pharmacy so like my job was just to help patients as they came in and get their prescriptions or whatever and then the thing was like oh if there's no customers you should just rotate stock like look at the expiration date and if it's old push it to the front if it's you know new push it to the back and I did all that shit then like it's like alright I got six more hours to go (laughs) and like the store is only so big right and uh then like I remember just standing around like fuck it it's late at night like I got two hours left like whatever and then uh the boss's boss came in and he's like Jesse I've been watching you for the last 20 minutes you've done nothing you know and in my head, I'm like, well, then it shows you I've done everything else, right? <laughs> like, right. So, yeah, no, nah, I just remember that in high school was trash. And, yeah, I don't know, man. If I if I hired a guy to paint the paint my house, you know, and I, I paid him for four, four walls, I don't care if it took him, you know, all day or an hour. But if he paint, all he has to do is paint the walls, you know? Right. Um, but if he was just like, I wouldn't be like, bro, you got to be painting all the time. Like, don't stop. It's like, nah, you paid me to paint four walls, you know? Right. Like, I'm not about to be out here right now. Granted, if it takes you straight up eight weeks to paint the four walls, that's kind of <laughs> yeah. trash. But it's like, either way, you're getting the same amount of money because it's not like I'm paying you hourly. You know yeah, like, I mean? bro, did, did I tell you which walls to paint or <laughs> do you know which house you're painting, Jim? Right. But, like, I mean, I guess that's where you're like, you rather them tell you how long it's going to take off rip. But right. you know, if, you, if it tell you how long it's going to take, and I agree to pay for it, and, like, you know what I'm saying, I see them working. I'm like, man, I feel like they could be doing this faster. I could, either way, I already agreed to them doing that shit, so, well. Yeah, true. But anyway, going back to it, coincidentally, you know, I get newer employees at restaurants when I go there. But, like you were saying, you went out, we went out Friday and got good service um yeah shout out to the homie the waitress she was she was good the food the sushi like obviously i've had better sushi right which is like you know but it's all you can eat spot so you kind of give it the give it the leeway it deserves because mm-hmm. they they hooking you up with a lot of sushi and i would say for like all you can eat it was pretty good and endless appetizers which is rare because you know i like my salads and my yeah. tempuras and shit yeah, it, it included everything. So it was, and it's not like the gross ones are the ones where you're kind of you going up to the fucking thing. And you're like grabbing a sushi that's been sitting out for six hours. You yeah, know what I mean, like they're making like a all the machine. Right, they're making all the sushi for you. They're making all the apps for you as you order them, and it's still just all you can eat. So that's what's up. Definitely was a was a fun time. I recommend. Let's see what happens next time we check it for me. I'm just gonna call my other nigga. And I ain't in the mood, fine in my bag. I ain't in the mood, fine in my bag. 
let me breathe Never gon' rest if you never gon' let me I understand it's what you need But it won't be my best if I ain't got nothing left Baby, I can't lie, I got money on my mind Baby, I can't lie, I got money on my mind You love spending time, you ain't gotta spend the time yeah, so shouts to that man. Um, but while we were there, we were mm-hmm. talking about Dave Chappelle's new special because uh, we we both watched it. But like you know, let the buckets know how you felt about it. Well, like we were talking about it, um, we definitely saw that it was in a frenzy a little bit, and you know, the internet like always had its opinion about it. Yeah, uh, I personally liked it. I, I think Chappelle's funny. Um, I also see this, uh, I don't want to say routine, but, like, kind of seems like a schedule for comedians, like, you know, at this point in his career, I think he's at that, like, old man stage where he's just, like, back in my day, you know, you know, like, it used to be better, and I used I love, you know, this has changed, and I feel like we have that with sports, and we have that Mm -hmm. with music, and we have that with all different industries. So, I liked it a lot, but I can see where he's, like, the old man, get-off-my-lawn type comedian now. Right. Um, but I also, you know, think that people were kind of giving him a little too much, you know, heat for some of his jokes. And that's the... I, I do believe in, like, territory that comes with jobs. And as a comedian, like, you really have no responsibility besides making people laugh. And True. You don't... Ha- like nobody has to listen to you type thing it's not like he and I think Chappelle has made it clear he's not like a social justice warrior he doesn't really care about getting involved um, right like I think he, he like cares about his community but like it's to an extent like you know and I, I, like, I, I don't he's not out here doing a bunch of you know work I don't think like unless he's doing it behind the scenes you know what I mean right so uh, all in all yeah I thought it was funny um you know, I'm. I imagine he got paid a lot for it, and yeah, he uh, did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no. Um, it's sad to say. Like, I mean, I don't want to sound snobby, but like, I would. It'd be cool for me to see him. Like, but I'm not gonna pay a thousand bucks or eight hundred or whatever it takes to go see him. Um, right. And, and now that he's like, yeah. And not that he's. All right. So I guess I'll just I'll just like start with my speak my on it. Yeah. So I I like the special. Uh, two, I would say overall, like he definitely had a lot of jokes in there that were hilarious. He had a lot of jokes in there that were, you know, quote unquote, like I guess, like ed, like you know, risky stuff that you know. And and I, I'm cool with comedians, definitely, you know, saying like doing shit that's technically not like you know, part of the joke is saying things that you're not supposed to say. You know what I'm saying? And, like, some of that is, like, funny if I think it's a clever and it's actually funny. Like, you know, not to get too much into uh, the jokes if anybody wanted to go watch it at some point. But, like, the, the joke he made about the school shooter, like, we literally just had... Well, we always have a, sh- a shooting. Like, I feel like we had one today, I'm pretty sure. But we always... Yesterday. Yeah, like, we always have a shooting. So, whenever you make any of those jokes, in a way, it's, poor, it's in poor taste, you know? But... His, the way that he made it and the point that he made was made it funny regardless of like the subject matter you know what I mean and so that's where I think people uh, get confused on on certain things because I, I think there's a lot of valid criticisms that people have of the special whether it be 
some things not being as funny. You know what I mean? Which is fine because it's a comedian, and you know, being things being funny is sometimes subjective. So if you feel like some things weren't funny, that's fine. And then also uh, critique him on some of the things that it seems like he's not as you know what I mean current or up like the, his line of thinking doesn't like add up or it's it's just not as you know forward thinking as we think like with the, with some of the gay things and the and the trans things like like for even though. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be able to make jokes uh, about those things, but the the place where he comes from on them seems like it's from a place where he's, I don't know, it seems more like, some of the points seem more MAGA-type-esque, you know what I'm saying? Like, the I, it's, not, it's not that he's making the jokes about those things, it's the way, it's the premise of these jokes that are like I think is what people are having a problem with in general you know what I mean well the approach itself to the joke I think like if you're getting at is like it's it's kind of like well why can't I say this when they could say that you know wait are you talking about the n-word one which one are we talking about I'm talking about I'm saying overall from all of them like it's it's more of a it feels like uh, like even with him with just the transgender thing where he says like if I'm an Asian dude in a black body, and I'm like, ah, that don't. To me, like the that sound like something that I would hear, like somebody's like Trump supporting uncle would say. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also I think with comedy, you just use extremes to get your punchline and like your point across. Right, right. So, so you don't know if he really means that much as much as like he's like trying to get a, a reaction. You know. Nah, see, that's the thing, though. I don't think... I feel like there's, it's, you can tell when somebody's saying something fucked up as a joke, as a reaction, because usually that's the punchline. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it's, like, your actual opinion on the thing, like, that's the whole premise of the joke. You know what I mean? You see how, like, the difference? Like, I would think if you're saying something to be fucked up to make it funny at the end, the setup to it is, like, more, like, somber. Like, you're gonna be... Like, I would say his joke about um, the opioid crisis is a perfect example of that. You know what I mean? Like, he started it off like, oh, I think it's really good. I think we're seeing America, like, in a different way. And I, I finally understand white people now. And then the joke turns into when he says something fucked up, when he's like, because I don't care either. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's when you know that, like, he's doing it as a joke in terms of him just being like fucked up the whole time you know what I'm saying because then that would be the premise of it you know what I mean yeah I mean uh, again and I'm not even to me it's not even that like it's not that it's him me thinking that he's not there yet on the gay or like trans stuff to me I think you it's like it shows a big problem is just how we are now of like how we talk on the internet where we don't kind of we're not like really allowing people to get to like get places on their own like not everybody is like a lot of people want to be progressive but sometimes it takes you time to evolve how you think you know what i mean and i think we don't nowadays we don't really give people time to try to get to the that place you know what i mean well and i think he also is at that point like i said in his career where he knows this stuff is you know, thought-provoking, and it causes a reaction and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, if he could touch on it without it 
identifying where he stands like fully you know it's not like he's not saying how his life's so hard like he's just touching about you know i think he was just touching that on like what he's seeing you know what i'm saying right but i mean still how what he thinks about it you know what i mean like obviously some like you can just tell when personal things are are getting into it like he obviously thinks like which is funny you can laugh at it where he's saying like oh like the way that we set it up now in the culture how we attack these people or rich people if they do anything wrong fucked up and he's talking about louis ck and shit like he and he said like literally like i'm not gonna lie it's personal because louis ck was a friend of mine so like obviously that's something that he actually feels like an actual way about it's just funny because it's like you're talking about this thing and you're saying people coming after you me while you're literally simultaneously doing a stand-up that they paid you 40 million dollars for (laughs) (laughs) so like it's kind of hilarious in that point of obviously it not really hurting you. You know what I mean? Like it hurt Louis C.K. in terms of he lost his TV show, but the, he's still out here doing comedy shows. You know what I mean? It's not like he lost his uh, like a. It's not like one they didn't take his money away that he already had. Two, he's still able to do an aspect of his job, and you know what I mean. Three, he's not going to jail, which is like the height of those people in the Me Too was happening. Like, you know, those people were going to jail. You know what I mean? Well, but, then maybe he did that as, like, a, you know, he didn't push the envelope that far, so he didn't make it seem like he's speaking about, like, yo, this is affecting me. Like, maybe he did it just so he could have enough for a joke, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Either way, I'm not... I think I'm definitely, like, a both-siders. Like, one comedian should definitely get criticism... And for in certain ways, as long as it's like nuanced, like those those headlines where it's like, oh, he talked about this thing and it's all terrible, like that's just garbage. And people who are actively defending jokes that didn't land to me, like you know, like the one about the N word and the F word or whatever, and they're just saying that everybody's too sensitive. Like to me, that's trash. Like I think it makes sense to say, like, yo, some stuff was like hilarious. And, like, some stuff didn't land, some stuff didn't, like, the logic didn't really, f- like, f- like flow for me. But, like, that doesn't mean that he, A, he not funny. Don't mean that he shouldn't he shouldn't be allowed to do it. You know what I mean? But I think we also, you know, like you said, it comes with the territory. Like, we can also say, like, I don't think that joke, like, landed or that. I don't think the, the premise of that made sense to me. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. And at the same time, it's like. That's where I'm like, yeah, he's just a comedian. And he even said, like, yo, you guys clicked on my face. <laughs> he's like, right. you know, like, right. don't, like, you, like, don't listen to me if you don't right. like it. You know what brand of comedy you're going to get when you get him. Especially, you know, this, your, this is his third special on Netflix. And a lot of them have been of the same subject matter. So you can't even be surprised at this point. It's like, was it that dude, Anthony Jeselnik? Like, he's literally the actual guy who his whole shtick is saying legit fucked up things on purpose because he like to be funny so if you can't listen to him and be offended by it because like that's literally what he's been doing his whole career you know what i mean right uh and also it's weird i've never seen like a secret bonus clip like this you can't even fast forward to it but if you watch the end of the special it's it leads you to an epilogue mm-hmm. and it it's like a 20 minute video of Chappelle going around and talking about him workshopping all this material right and and letting the uh Audience, ask him questions. I got sneezed. Bless you. Damn, I hate sneezing. Anyway, 
And yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I feel like if I met, you know, Chappelle in, like, you know, at a restaurant or just met him in person, I feel like he'd seem like a down-to-earth, pretty cool guy, you know? Like, I don't think... Right, no. That's what, yeah. And that's what the thing is. I don't... I think that it goes both ways with the, the arguments on Twitter where there's some people who are just critiquing certain aspects... And there's some some people who are trying to cancel quote unquote, which I don't, I still don't think it's a thing. But there's some people who are like too extreme in their criticisms, and then there's two people who are way too extreme with like overly praising somebody and saying everybody's sensitive for you know what I'm saying critiquing one like the premise or the logic of a joke. Meanwhile, like like the one joke that I saw brought up the most was the one where he's saying like. He went to the the TV executive, and you know, what I'm saying he was saying why he wanted to say the f word in the sketch, and they wouldn't let him say the f word in the sketch. But and then he asked why would they let him say the n word, and he was like, oh, because you're black. And he was like, yeah, but I'm not a I'm not a, a a nigger too. And people act like that was like a good point, but I'm like, you know, gay people aren't the f word either. Like it's not that's not the whole point of why. You know the network lets you say that word. They let you say that word because black people reclaimed it, and nobody is gonna be mad if a black person says the word. If he was gay, he would be able to say the f word because he's of that. You know what I'm saying? Culture. So nobody would, like even if somebody did have qualms with it, like the people who it would offend the most would be like, okay, but he's part of the the culture, so he's it's free for that person to use it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't know if they would censor it like that. I think they would just not let anybody say the word. Like, unless, what if the person didn't come out yet? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. That, and that's cool if they didn't come out yet. Then they would tell them the same thing. But if you're, like, if you're a prominent gay person, like, they're gonna let you say it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, I, I mean, I definitely. It's like yeah. everything. Like people, and like it word. Like we know what the N word means. We know what the F word means. But literally, we know what every word means, but context literally matters in all points of life. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just take the context out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, I see where people liked that quote or liked what he said or whatever, and I also see the false equivalence or whatever. Yeah. But I I don't... Uh, I don't know. Like, same thing. It's like, you know... Every culture has, like, a thing. It's like, yeah, you know, they've been letting these type of j- jokes cook for thousands of years, you know? And then it's, like, it's something new, and then people will be like, well, why can't I say these jokes? You know, people say jokes about my people all the time, you know? Right, and it's like, that's not right. That, But right. to me, like, it's not, it's like a the the two wrongs don't make a right. Like, if we're starting to, like, I'm sorry they let, they let them jokes cook on y'all for a while, but we're not letting them do any of that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to let you cook on the jokes now be- to make up for the last hundred years. We're just going to stop it all together. You know what I mean? Right. So. Yeah. Um, like, it's like, you know, just because they let us, they, white people used to do blackface don't mean I get to, you know what I'm saying, go and do, like, I don't know, yellow face or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, just because that happened before to black people. You know what I'm saying? Well, I guess the real clarity of that whole joke would have to be if she said, now, David, if you were gay, you could say the F word, you know? Then yeah. that creates clarity. But if she didn't say that, then it's different, yeah. No, yeah. like if Or actually, it, his joke is literally fine if he said, well, I'm not an N word. And and then she was like, well, Dave, they're not F words either. You know what I mean? Like that would have been the like the the logical follow through on that joke. You know what I mean? 
but he just stopped it there, and it's like, uh, that don't really line up to me, dog. Like, I feel like that's, like, backdoor MAGA shit. Like, oh, but, you know, they not. Like, I, like the Chris Rock sketch where, you know, you saying, like, I love black people, but I hate niggas, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's fu- it was funny at the time, but I definitely heard, like, white people taking that shit out of context. It was like, nah, I love black people. I got black friends. And then they tried to use the N-word there, and I'm like, nah, fam, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because Chris Rock saying it is one thing. You saying it is some other shit. You know well, what I mean? he did. And the epilogue thing, he made a good point about, you know, he. Some people said he normalized R. Kelly because of all the jokes he made right. about it. But he did, they don't give him the credit that he normalized transgenders because he makes a lot of jokes about them, you know? Right. But I so. think it, it. Yeah. It's like. But it, either. I think that's stupid anyway. There's no such thing as. Norm- <laughs> like normalizing R. Kelly because you did a joke about him because you're making fun of him like you know what I'm saying basically doing fucked up shit like, I don't think I, he, yeah so no I, I'm just saying I don't, I don't subscribe to that first notion anyway so like I but I still get it like those same people aren't saying the same things like they're not being consistent they're being hypocritical about it I think that's all dumb anyway <laughs> well I feel like we've I feel like humor's never brought light to shit. People just throw, like, negativity. Like, yo, they made a joke about something that's fucked up. Never, like, right. yo, they normalized it through comedy. Good for them, you know? Right, exactly. Like, but again, he could have... I mean, he could... He could talk about transgender people in a way that would be fully fine. And I think he's trying to get there in a way, but I don't think he's there yet. Like, I feel like if he was, like, more on the track of, like, it's hard, like on the way like I can see how it's hard for some like quote unquote like normal people who can wrap their mind around somebody believing that they're not you know what what they looked like they were born to be you know what I mean like that is because us because because of our society like that's not a normal feeling concept but you know what I mean like if he come around to it in a way to where he's like you know but you know, there's other examples of that being so, and it ended up being fine. You know what I mean? So, and I also, yeah. But that's not what he's doing right now. So I think the critiques on that are fair. But at the same time, I think it's okay, it's fine for him to be workshopping that and figuring out what he feels on that matter, long as it's not like in a in a hateful way or a way that he like is condemning these people or actively working against them. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm like, I don't think, I don't think there's that. Like some of the Twitter outrage is dumb, and some of the f- critiques are fair. Uh, you know, I guess I, that's me saying like middle of the road, my guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm on the fence. But... <laughs> <laughs> Not, you know what I mean? Like I still, again, I laughed at a lot, and I, uh, like the one that I saw was the the f word one, uh, that people were critiquing. But like, do in the same special was saying that if he was a pedophile, he would have he would have fucked Macaulay Culkin, and nobody cared or is complaining about that joke on the internet at all. So I don't think it was. It's not the actual like subject matter of the thing. It's, just, <laughs> it's so funny, right? It's like actual, like whether or not it's funny and whether or not the premise of it is fucked up. You know what I mean? And then also, I think transparency and being like real is a, a big trait that gets overlooked and I think his comedy specials are equivalent to if the community really did go up to him it's like hey how do you feel I think he would explain how he felt through right. the joke how know? he's like thinking so that's what I'm saying like 
I get that. I'd rather somebody be open about how they feel about certain things in, in a way to where they're trying to be open-minded about stuff instead of not saying anything about it because they know they're going to get in trouble about their opinion. You know what I mean? Which is always way worse because they're always like the person that's like, I don't want to say nothing, but if you're going to ask for me, it's like, ah, here comes some, <laughs> some unloaded shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, you about to say some wild shit, bro. It's like, ah, we shouldn't have asked. Anyway, um, so yeah, all in all, I, I take that you didn't see a movie because we were watching the specials, but I didn't, I didn't see a movie either. We saw Good Boys together. We already reviewed it. But yeah, yeah, no, was, I'm going to movies probably today, so we'll we'll have a movie review next week. What are you um, going to see? I don't even know yet. Katie got to figure that out. We're probably either going to see that Ready or Not movie where the chick marries the guy and then they have to find her or something and kill her. I don't even know. I already got good reviews, though. Or mm-hmm. this uh, movie about this girl trying to run a marathon. The chick from, uh, if you ever watched Workaholics, like she was the, the girl in the office that was, like, I guess her friend. I can't remember her name on the show. Mm. But we either one of those two. I don't, nothing's, nothing's big coming out until uh, It 2, which I didn't see It 1, so I don't know where I'm at on seeing that. Oh, you're bugging. It 1 is mad good, bro. And you know I'm not with the scary movies. Like no, that. no, that's the thing. I, 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 I saw... All the previews for it too, and I was like, "That movie looked fire," and I just didn't see it one because you know, like you know, I don't I don't like scary movies either, so I didn't see the first one, but I I heard good things. I just didn't watch it. Man, but it's, it's crazy to think that like Halloween's already approaching, <laughs> right? Everybody wants to get all their pumpkin spice and Halloween shit off, and I'm mm-hmm. like, nah. Also, that Joker movie is coming out. That's Fire. probably the next thing. And it looked good. I do keep seeing that it might be an incel anthem or some shit. And I'm like, well, Joker's supposed to be a villain. So I hope people don't look at him as a hero out of this movie. But people are fucking awful. So I'm sure some terrible people on the internet are going to look at him as a hero. Enablers. They're just like, see, look, the world's out to get me. Right? Like, that's why. This is why girls don't like me. So it's okay for me to spaz out. Like, man, if you don't shut your ass up. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like you can paint yourself with paint if you want. Like that is an extreme we'll allow. Yeah, but like, yeah, going out and killing people, bro. Nah, mm. big no. You know what I'm saying hiring people to burn money, piles of money. Nah. <laughs> like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna let, we're gonna have to ask you to chill on that, my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, fr- let it be known we fuck with Batman heavy. Yeah, although <laughs> I do like the jokes that. <laughs> Batman kind of a fascist. <laughs> Cause think about it. dude dude is the richest person in Gotham and he's like, How do how do I fix this broken city? Hmm, I could use my wealth and unbelievable political power to make this city a better place. Nah, I'm just gonna beat drug dealers ass. <laughs> yeah. And, and and pull up in the newest whip. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh, dress in a suit and just start beating the shit out of people who just selling weed on the corner to feed their family. That's what yeah. I'm gonna do. And also, I'm a, you know, I mean, this is definitely not related, but when it comes to like, we talked about like him getting notified if uh, the city needs him. Most like backwards ass way, bro. He's got all this technology, but it's like, bro, he's. He's like, he's got to look in the sky for a bad signal to know that they need him. 
Like, bro, you know you could just text them, right? <laughs> yeah, like, nah, too easy, bro. It's like, all right, well, you got a car that turns into a boat, but you you got you need to look to the sky, bro. Come on. That's so backwards. The commissioner, and only the commissioner can get up there to do it. But what if he's the one in trouble? He's getting his ass beat in the elevator somewhere, and he can't call Batman because that nigga told him to put a lamp in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse, he's like, he just gets done hooping at the gym so his legs are tired. Right. And he, he can't even get up to the elevator. He's got like, oh, bro, the city needs you, but I'm type tired, so just hootie-hoo, hootie-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> he just like, somebody calls him like, oh, Commish, there's something going down. Can you get Batman? He's like, oh, shit, I'm on the first floor. Like, can't you just call him? Nah, man, we already been over this. <laughs> I ain't right. got rollover minutes. Like, the heard elevator broken and shit. God damn it. Like, bro, you couldn't give him a bat phone or nothing. Nothing. Fuck it. Bro, that's uh. It can't be yeah. an app or something. He could have did a whole app, and the app would just, the commissioner just hits one button on the app, and it just lights his phone up with the bat signal. All he had to do. Man, it's kind of like, dude, do you remember uh, AOL Instant Messenger? Uh, some of the away, like, away messages would be like, yo, I'm away from my computer, hit my cell phone. Mm hmm. And it's like, well, duh. Like, that's how people know to hit you up. You know? like, <laughs> what if Batman's away message is like, yo, try sell peace. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, make sure you hit me up on the lamp. Put <laughs> yeah. it in the sky, my guy. Yeah, um, same. That's right. fucking funny. But either way, yeah, those are the, the next, like, movies that we're going to see. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I keep hearing good things about that Joker movie, so I'm hoping it's good. Um, and not like you know wilding out a little bit but we'll see um through the night she just want to tip no advice on the side of the road what's the risk roll the dice if they catch us i don't care because we all gonna die yeah, we all gon' die I was worried to be honest But it's all going right When I first laid eyes I was awful enticed And I might be off something But I'm all in now She got a car in now I don't think that you should work tomorrow She said, first of all I'm still going in Like rich homie Quine But with you and me, God Man, it feels so intense I already seen that movie But I will go again with you I got a few I've been tending to But tonight I forgot all about them Have you been seeing the shit about this Jay-Z thing? Nah, I'm mad confused, man. You confused? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's his involvement. I don't know if... I thought he... Some people still think he owns the Nets, and that's in basketball. Nah. Bring me up to speed and bring the world up to speed. Uh, I guess on the Nets thing, uh, he used to own part of the Nets, but because he opened up the Rock Nation, like, sports management... And he wanted to like be an agent for basketball players. He couldn't be an owner and be an agent. You know what I mean? So he had to sell his his shares of the Nets. So he's not technically a Nets owner anymore. But yeah, with the NFL thing, I think since he's not directly involved in the in the football agent management stuff, that it's okay for him to do this other these other things. Like might be an owner in the future or something like that. Although I doubt it. Like. Simple math tells you he can't be an owner if he's just a billionaire. You got to be like a couple billion billion to really own an NFL team. But yeah, so you, what? What happened? You can you can find you can actually finance a team. Yeah, you can, like he could be part of like a group to buy a team. 
but he can't be he can't be like sole owner like some Jerry Jones shit you know yeah nah but he's also Jerry Jones is like double Jay Z's age so. it, yeah and worth and but uh yeah back in the day he would have been Gucci cause I think Jerry Jones bought the Cowboys for like 600 million or something like that and but I think a lot of the, the way these transactions we make it seem like they just go up to like the counter they're like oh I gotta buy the team but they they put like a down payment down and then they make payments towards oh the team. yeah nah it's not like obviously nothing like nobody just carrying around a couple of billion uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you break a five billion dollar bill <laughs> you're like ah not past six bro um yeah. but, nah go so, use that billion dollar ATM over this right. <laughs> But so the whole thing is obviously Jay Z was one of the artists, black artists on the forefront of telling us, you know, us black people, us in the community, people who support, you know, what I'm saying what Kaepernick was saying to pretty much boycott the NFL. He was a part of that movement. He was talking about, you know, he had raps about it. He was he was saying things about it. Um, and then a couple of weeks ago, obviously we we heard about him doing a deal with the NFL where he was going to be in charge of like them finding music for the Super Bowl and they're going to start an initiative to to help in in Jay-Z's word to move past the initial things that Cap said when he first started his protest which was about, you know, police brutality and, you know, certain slights that, you know, black Americans were taking in America um and he was saying like the whole point of this merger was to in a way move on to actually doing the work so when you know it was first announced you had people on you know out here who were initially skeptical who were like yeah i don't this don't look right and then there's people i think i was more in the in the field of like yeah this looks shaky but let's see what comes of it you know what i'm saying like in terms of before i start calling anybody a sellout you know what i mean um, and then there's people who are huge Jay-Z fans and started saying fuck, <laughs> fuck Kaepernick, which is wild and, and other shit because they were, you know, going with what Jay-Z was doing. And so since that time, we've, we've had a couple more announcements. Like this week, we found out that the first thing that they're doing is they're doing a concert on Thursday for the opening football game. That's going to include Meek Mill. Rhapsody and Megan Trainer, which is random as fuck. <laughs> huh? I said Ray. I don't even know who that is. Megan Trainer's a chick who sings all about that bass. Ah. <laughs> you know what's on that? Yeah. Yeah. So random as shit. And their first initiative that they that they announced was T shirts and like apparel, merchandise that all the they're gonna sell them and then all the proceeds were gonna go to a benefit to help change like you know to initiate change in communities so all you know what people were saying that it just boiled down to was he signed with the nfl to force feed his megan trainer and to buy t-shirts to, to save our own communities what? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a stretch, my G. <laughs> like that—that that was like the question I saw people when they were initially skeptical. Like, what? What could Jay Z partnering with the NFL actually like? What could that help him bring along that it couldn't do? That he couldn't do with his own money in the first place? 
And I'm like, uh, I really can't think anything. This you know just sounds saying? like a, a way for his to get put in the door so he can fucking uh, right. You know, own get a team. team. Yeah, it look that's what it looks like. He he wants to own a team, and maybe in his thinking, his mind is if I own a team, I got a black because like there's no black owners in in football. So he's saying like that's a change to him that's probably seen significant. Like I, you know, we get a black owner in there. If there's a black owner owning, you know, a team where most of the athletes are black, like that's a different, like that's a dynamic that is powerful. Just you, if you take that and put it in a vacuum, you know what I mean. So maybe in his mind, that's what he's thinking. But on the outside looking in, it looked like you just use you pretty much selling out over this cause to get your foot in the door. Meanwhile, the NFL is obviously doing this deal. To save face because they tired of the people talking shit about this or tired of this being an issue. You know what I mean? And they get to get, hopefully, uh, him getting actual good black artists to do the Super Bowl again because they stopped. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Well, like, <laughs> Dude, that's, see, that's the worst. Now it's like that just gives the NFL more like, see, we're not racist. But yeah. See, you know? Like Jay-Z literally looking like the dude who's the black friend. And you don't ever want to be the dude who's the black friend. Yeah, <laughs> like, so you Dan, that was a bad move by Jay-Z, I think. You know what I mean? Like, you don't ever want to... Yeah, it does, it's not... It's looking real shaky, bro. Like, I was willing to give it a shot, like, if they were going to do... I don't... And that's the thing. Now that I'm thinking, looking back on it, I'm like, what could they have actually announced to us that would have felt like it made sense for the partnership? You know what I mean? Like, would they have to go and, like, do community restoration development start a foundation where like actual nfl owners were donating to i don't know like stop gentrification or something like that like i don't i don't know what they would actually have to do (laughs) for me to be like this ain't this shit ain't looking right but i know one thing the uh, selling us apparel to help us out is the worst idea i've ever heard that sounds like fubu (laughs) Yeah, bro, for us, by us. And it's like, at the end of the day, bro, it was for you. You wanted us to buy it. So you got rich, Damon John. Like, but that, I mean, I guess that, like, goes back into, like, you know, people's line of thinking. Most people tell you that, and I believe that, too. Like, bro, there's no billionaire that isn't fucked up in some way. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to become, uh, like, multi-millionaire, you probably got to fuck some people over. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. just the nature of capitalism. But a billionaire is pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> like, you I feel like... killed somebody. Like, in some ways, yeah. Like, some of these dudes, like... If you're an oil tycoon and you're dumping oil in fucking reservoirs and, that, and, and, and you're making chemicals and you're fucking lobbying against legislation to, to, to scale back regulations that you know are only there to prevent people from getting cancer... Or something like that, or fucking up Flint's water. Like you are literally directly responsible for deaths. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, there's not a, and not obviously, I don't think Jay Z's out here killing people. But I mean, for him to become a billionaire, like, there's no way he didn't screw over somebody some way. That's just kind of, and also he is a dude who said he sold crack to his mom. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, keep your business and your pleasures completely separated. Yeah. Um, but. I will say what's funny though is it's not funny but the whole Kaepernick like it just further shows the whole Kaepernick thing being overlooked again it's like yeah. your, your man kneeled for police brutality that was it they divided it 
his message and dissected it a million times. And right? and like threw it into something that it had nothing to do with, like the flag that it was never about. And now they're just like divided of the like, yo, Jay Z doing all this for the community. They're like, yo, can Cap get a job now? It's like Cap got thrown into the division of like Yo, he should have a job. It's like, that's not why he kneeled, bro. He kneeled for police brutality. Right, like, right. Pe- people stopped caring about that, and they're like, yo, he should be a better quarterback. It's like, yeah, we know he is. And at the, I also, though, see that he also just got the NFL to settle for $90 million or whatever. So it's like a, a company's not going to hire you after you just took them to court. You know? True. and But at the same, and yeah, like... I, it would be great if he got a job because then that would mean that he isn't blackballed anymore because he was effective. And like, it doesn't change that he was blackballed in the first place, one. You know what I mean? And two, him just getting a job back wouldn't fix the things that he's talking about. So I would obviously hope that if he did get a job, he wouldn't just be like, well, I got a job now. So that's, you know what I mean? Like all that shit I was talking about, police brutality, is like, what? We good now. You know what I mean? But like, I don't think that's what he would do. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm at with the, the Jay-Z thing. Like, he's talking about moving beyond the words. And it's like, but, like, yeah, what y'all doing to actually, like, you're not doing anything to actually, like, combat the things that he even talked about. Like, selling merch to to initiate change. What does that even, like, initiate change in what? Like, that's yeah, vague as fuck. Know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if we were talking about, you know, working with police officers or to, like, implement trainings and and things like that then yeah that might sound more in line but there's no way the nfl is about to do that because the whole reason why cap got blackballed in the first place is because they were alienating those customers that would definitely hate that shit right (laughs) yeah so yeah jay-z's looking shaky not that i won't listen to his music or anything like that but he definitely deserves the criticism yeah, and I mean, as a sports writer and broadcaster myself, I mean, yeah, I, it's not hard to see that still better quarterbacks, or, you know, Cap's still a better quarterback than most of the dudes, but also, you know, age is not on the side. 32 years old is a hard age right. for a quarterback and stuff like that. So I, I understand why they can move on now. It's like whatever at this point. Right. Like, so. not to not to relitigate any of that or bring it up. I was just saying that the, yeah. the, the Jay-Z thing's a shaky, my guy, at, at the very least. Uh, speaking of shaky, mm-hmm. sparkling water, bro. <laughs> this shit is shaky. It, you know, it, it it glimmers, but I want to know po- where, what's up. Go ahead, go ahead. You, you, I was gonna say most popular this summer has been the claws, bro, and the Trulies, the sparkling waters with alcohol in them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I want to know why. I why- could not tell you why. They, I, I mean, I can tell you what people have told me, like, you know, taking it from, from the people who fucked with it, is that it's just, you know what I mean? I think it's been it's been a kind of a, I don't know if this is true or not, but it seems more so that girls are fucking with it more than mm-hmm. than uh, dudes. But I see, you know, dudes are on the wave too now. Um, but I w- I've heard that they feel like it's a, it's a light drink that isn't too sugary. But usually, if you go on something that's not beer... You know what I mean? Or you're going with something that's either got way too much sugar in it, like a like a Mike's Hard or, you know what I mean, like a wine cooler, you know what I mean, or a Smirnoff ice or some shit, which is obviously gross. Um, or if, if you're going a cocktail, like most cocktails are loaded with sugar, right? So I'm thinking that the whole point is you can, you can one is alcoholic, you can drink a decent amount of them. It's like a light beer. But it's not, 
you know, it doesn't taste like beer, and it's it's just lighter, not as much calories. So I think that's where it's blown up. But where I'm confused is I heard everybody and their mama talking shit about how bad LaCroix tastes, and now motherfuckers basically just drinking LaCroix with alcohol. So I'm a little confused. Right, and I'm like, fam, first of all, the drink in itself tastes like your leg fell asleep. <laughs> it tell it tastes like the TV, you know, is in between channels. Right. Um, nah, but for real, what it does taste like, though, and I'm not one that drinks, so I feel like, you know, I can definitely pinpoint this shit a little more specifically because mm-hmm. it's rare and far between the drinks mm-hmm. I have. It kind of tastes like a margarita that has been staying out in the sun all day. And all, the, <laughs> all the ice cubes have melted down to the point where it's that. just like water, you know? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I'm with you. It tastes like like uh, when you, you already drank the drink, but you got ice in there and then the ice melted a little bit. And right. so, like, there's a little bit of, it looked like there's still a drink left, but you forgot that it's just been sitting there and the ice been melting. And so you go mm-hmm. to sip it and it just mostly tastes like nothing. You know what I mean? Or, like, uh, even other, when you go to fast food and you have, like, the drink and you just forget about it and mm. it either leave it in the sun or it's just been chilling on the counter and the ice cubes, like, melt, most of them, or most of the ice cubes melt, so the so the liquid's still there, but it's just mixed with the water. Mm. And you just got, like, the watered-down soda or whatever it is. Nah, it really just tastes like the... The syrup pack in the back of the fountain drink machine is out. That's what it tastes like. Right. And then just the clear shit's running. And yeah. Then, you know, if you drink 10 of these, you'll be tipsy. <laughs> so, I don't... You know what I mean? I've heard all these people talk shit about LaCroix. I, I, now, I will say, I try. I've only had the lime white claw, and it was terrible. Right. And I was actually at the fries the other day. Shouts to fries. I don't know why. They're not sponsoring us. I wish... But um, I was there, and they were doing one of those taste test things, and it wasn't it wasn't a, a white claw, but it was I think it was called like a high low, it was called something, but it was like it was basically of the same vein. It was like a sparkling, like water seltzer shit, but that had flavors. They had a lime, they had black cherry, they had grapefruit, and they had another one. And the dude was like, "Hey, just try it." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't usually like the seltzers, but like since these is free right now, I'll check it out." And it actually tasted like the grapefruit one tasted okay, and the other ones were terrible. Um, and I was like trying to talk to him, like, why did it become such a thing? And he was just saying, and I, I was saying, like, his tasted better, but he was saying how the white claws are basically a malt, so it's basically like a beer in a way. Whereas the one that I tried apparently was like a vodka mixed drink type shit, so it was like more vodka with the water so it tasted a little bit different mm. but I was just either way I was like I don't know how people can drink multiple ones of these because these don't taste good and they just make your stomach dance bro <laughs> but again people drink beer and not in, I, when I first started drinking beer I thought they taste terrible and now I'm like oh this doesn't taste as bad this is a great beer <laughs> right, that's fair. You know, maybe <laughs> hey, maybe you were behind the behind the claws, the claw of attraction or whatever. But <laughs> I will say, what's funny is uh, my coworker or my coworker, my roommate. He's in the drink, the beer industry, or he's in the you know the bar industry and stuff. So he's always mm-hmm. trying the new stuff first and stuff. And I guess he's hip to the slogans or like whatever the sayings are. Mm-hmm. And I guess with the claws, it's like there ain't no laws or something. Yeah. 
And so he just, but it's funny because for me, it's out of context. Like you were saying earlier, context is everything. Right. He he was walking by him. He's like, hey, bro, ain't no laws. I was like, all right, man. <laughs> Have a good day. Like, not knowing what he's talking about, but he was just like holding a box of clothes. So I was like, oh, all right, well. Yeah, bro. Anyway, bro. Yeah, I tried one back home. Shouts to Danny. He had me have the lime one. And I took the first sip, and he's like, you don't have to finish it if you don't want to. I was like, right, I, wasn't, I wasn't going to. Yeah, it's terrible, bro. But, you yeah. know, like like I said, no laws on the claws. You have a bad day, you can claw your way out of it, all that good shit. Mm. You know? The Claw of Attraction. I think that's a new one. Yeah, I think I'm going to name the show that. <laughs> all right. Um, With that being said, burr, burr, burr. Hey. We've arrived to our favorite time of the week, of the day, of the pod, of the moments. Mm. Song of the week. What so, you got, my guy? Something simple, something funny, old school, uh, a little topical, a little relevant. We talk about leaving claws out in the sun and them getting watered down. So we're going with a little flip, Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> sunshine, I could call you my baby boy. And then, nobody wants me to sing it, but... No, that's exactly what I wanted. So, yes. <laughs> Lil Flip, Sunshine. That shit fire, bro. That's the only good Lil Flip song. That, exactly. One hit wonder. Shouts to that. Yeah, bro. Um, <laughs> Still pretty funny. All right. my, You know how I like to do it. We go bops, slaps, and bangs. Uh, my song this week, that bops. Uh, the homie, Sir, from uh, TDE. Shouts to Trav. Always shouts to Trav, that executive producer. He, me and him went to the uh, TDE concert last year, and I was Sir actually performed there, and I was trying to tell Trav about him that I heard a couple songs that he had, and I thought he was pretty good, but he only had like an EP out then, but he finally dropped his album this week. I literally cannot remember what the name of the album is, which sucks right now. I guess I could look it up, but either way, the song that bops is his song Mood with Zachary. Um, that shit is fire. Um, got a little feel to it, a little bit of, a little like smooth, but a, bit, a little bit of trap beats. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. as long as you throw it on, uh, what's that called? The oh like, yeah, the playlist. Your, yeah, the playlist. No, no, your music reviews that you do every now and then. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll bring light to it. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do the the pod playlist. That I've been keep saying I'm gonna do. No, I'm gonna really do it. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. It'll be out with the show. So if you're listening to us right now and the playlist is not out, you feel free to to yell at me on social media. Like, hey, you told me you was gonna you gonna put that damn shit out and you didn't. So yeah, you lying, b. <laughs> um. All right. So my song that slapped um is gonna be. Uh, Through the Night by Jack Harlow featuring Bryson Tiller. Shit's fire. Uh, I'm, if anybody, I mean, not, not that you would know, but I fuck with Jack Harlow a lot. Um, but the the thing I like about this song is it, it got, like, the Usher sample in it. Like, if you you know the, the Drake song, um, was it the one, How do, what the fuck is the name of that? The Keisha, Do You Love Me? Oh, Kiki, uh, in my Kiki. Feelings. Do you love? Yeah, in my feelings. Or wait, is that the one that I'm thinking of? What's the one that got the Lauren Hill sample? Oh, um, oh, and just can, because. Oh no, uh, inflection like it's a slow song. Without a follow, uh, without a without mention. Without a mention. Then you really bossing up on these. Nice what? for what? Nice for what? Yeah, nice, nice for, for what? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like that, 
in that like the beat is a sample of a song where like they're actually singing the lyrics in the back, which mm. you know can sound wild at certain points, but this one kind of slaps. So definitely check that one out. Um, and then my song that bangs, I'm gonna go ahead and just do uh, "Yank Rhythm" by Snosa and Young Ma, just because I found out this week that Young Ma is gonna finally drop her album next mm. month, and I feel like she's been out for three years and ain't drop a goddamn album. And I've already complained about this on the pod, but she's just been chilling. But now we officially got a date. It's coming out next year. I think she said it's on the anniversary of the day that her that her uh, brother died, which is sad and shit, but, like, that's cool. You know what I mean? I think it's September, like, 28th or something like that. So, end of September, we're going to get that. Finally get that Young M.A. song. And Yank Rhythm is a pretty good song if you want to check that shit out. Um, in terms of albums that I listened to last week, uh, we just had um, St. John had an album called uh, Ghetto Lenny's Love Letters, which was pretty good. If you kind of like singing people over trap beats, like not like Bryson Tiller ex- exactly, but kind of in that like range of dudes, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll probably drop one of his songs on the on the shit. Um, I did not get to listen to the Young Jeezy from last week. I was still a couple songs I couldn't get really get through it. You fuck with Jeezy like that or nah? Nah, I liked him. Like when he, I don't know if it was like his first came out, but when he was doing the snowman shit back in high school. Yeah. 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 I'm def- obviously Thug Motivation 101 is fire. Um, you know what I mean? He, he had a couple songs. Trav's gonna get mad because I, I know Trav's a big Jeezy fan, but I was I like I've always been like I like some of Jeezy's songs and I hear him him there, there and there here and there, but he he was never like I'm never was like a big big fan of, of Jeezy. You know what I mean? Hmm. So you know, just eat with it, eat. But yeah, those are those are my sounds of the week. Well, again, man, appreciate you putting up with me week in, week out, man. Um, you know, I don't know how you do it. Someone's got it though. Um, for the buckets, thanks for putting up with us. Volume ninety six, bro. Uh, for those that are continuous to follow us, appreciate you, man. Continue to push the needle. Let's get our Instagram up. Let's get them followers out. Let's get them T-shirts out as well. Shouts to Bucket Power. Um, oh, but yeah. For the, for the new Buckets, man, where can they find us, Ty? Yeah, make sure you look for us on the socials. Hit us up on social interact. Um, even if you just fuck with us, like, on our personal ones, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you can follow if you follow me or Jesse on Facebook, you're probably a homie, and that's cool. You can obviously follow me on Twitter, at Tylante. You can follow Jesse on Twitter, at uh, in the JB Speak, but it's you know yeah, the JJB. JB speak. Yeah. Um, our actual official Twitter though is at Bucket of Podcast. We're on we're on Instagram as you know at the Bucket Hat Boys. You know, definitely make sure you follow us on Facebook, the Bucket of Podcast. Um, yeah, just interact with our shit, bro. Like, you know, if you fuck with us, make sure you share it, tell people. Um, shouts to the homie Adam from work. He told me he listened to our pod. And he was and he was fucking with it heavy. So, shouts to that if you're listening, you know, further on. Shouts to that, man. We're like three or four episodes away from 100, bro. That's crazy, crazy, bro. 100 episodes coming up. I mean, technically, I think we're closer because we did do a part two thing. I don't don't know how we count that. But either way, we're going to do the official hundo. It's going to be crazy. We got some cool ideas percolating. Ten toes in the mud. I just heard that line recently. We we might have to get Trav on for for the 100th one. I don't know. Something like that, or we gotta figure out something. But uh, 
Uh, other than that, man, um, for Volume 96, the Bucket Up podcast, the Bucket Hat Boys, I'm on my way to an arcade and get some, some snacks, bro, because I'm Fat Boy Jesse. Hey. Um, other than that, bro, for the Bucket Up podcast, we out. We out. Cheer, cheer. <laughs>